What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. Man, do me a favor. Please subscribe to the podcast and, and leave a like, some comments. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you, you, know I'm saying, you got some comments. You want to say what's up to your people on the show. If you want to shout out something, leave it in the comments, man. You comment, I'm going to comment back. Uh, man, appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. This is uh, number 76 today. Um, definitely excited for the guests I got today. But before I get to my intro real quick, because of the guest that's here, I'm going to give it just a, say a quick, quick shout out, some love to the family. The Gar family uh, and his family uh, say a prayer for them because it's, it's, it's more than just sports, basketball, TV. It's about family and life and loved ones. So I'm praying for my, my guest today, my, my, the dude next to me and his family and his people and his sister right now, no matter what's going on. I'm asking that God just have his hands on her and her family. Um, and he's in control no matter what. It's not us. It's him. So I just want to start off with that for sure, man, because you got to you got to show love and, and, and best, definitely bless others when, when needed. Send some love out there. Appreciate you. All love, my guy. So, man, this, this my guest today, man, he is from Sacramento, California. Um, he barely made the '80s, baby. He's '89, so he almost he he barely made the cusp. The, um, definitely, man. This is a well-journeyed basketball player, trainer, professional. Went to school at um, Capital Christian for a brief moment. Then he went to, I believe, the next stop was what Dallas. Yep, was Dallas. Dallas. Yep. Then he finished up at um, Hamilton High School in Memphis, Tennessee, where he averaged 24 points and seven assists per game as a senior. Scored a career high 37 in his first game of his senior season. Had 33 points against Treadwell High School. The numbers is crazy. Uh, after that, this gentleman gets a, a trip to New Mexico, heads out there for a short, short stint. Then it makes a decision to uh, relocate again back to California to UCSB where he finishes his career. Currently, he's the owner and the head trainer at um, Hoop Skills Academy here in Sacramento um, located off in West Sac. We can get the information out there for you shortly but um, soon. But also, he's, um, he's, a, he's a father. Uh, he's a brother. Um, he's an individual which some people may not know a lot about but also if you get to know this gentleman or have conversations with him you may understand where it's coming from, but also he's got good people, man. My sister works with Grandpa, Mr. Garf, the LG, Triple OG. So, Nate Garf, what's up, man? Nate, how what's you up, doing, baby? man? How you doing, man? Man, I appreciate you. Again, like I said, man, prayers your way for you and the family. Yeah, and the thank sisters. you for having me, man. Always, man. I appreciate you. Time means everything. Yes, sir. Like I said, we talked about this before, but also, I mean, it's, it's when it's meant to be, it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, man, the the career is 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 well documented, but it's I mean, it's a it's a lengthy one. But for those who may, again, so right now, really, man, this is a history lesson or just a... Uh, uh, information time for those who really don't know you outside of the training business or the the drip king y'all can't yeah. see right now see <laughs> i know we coming on a show so i can dress from the top you know what i'm saying up uh, my man still always stay plush he stay yeah. fresh <laughs> head to the that's that's his thing and, and and that's what he that's what he does so he don't come outside when he's in front of the camera in front of the games he's gonna yeah. be all right yeah, so yeah. He, he fresh today y'all can't see the whole fit but i'm, I'm checking it out respect, stay fresh got to show love um Basketball, or just in general, man. Because yeah. coming, being from Sacramento, being here, I mean, you know, not a ton of major league teams or ma yeah. Kings is all we probably had as far as that aspect goes. Baseball, Frisco A's. Got to travel SoCal for hockey. Football, got to go to Frisco uh, in Oakland. Um, what what sport or sports was was in the, the Garth household growing up for you, man? Man, it was all basketball. Only basketball. All basketball. You know, I had friends that did football. Friends that did baseball. 
for me and my brother, it was all basketball. Yeah. All basketball. We always laugh and say we never cheated on the game. Because, you know, young people always do, you know, Pop Warner. Okay, yeah. try other stuff, do uh, track or do something else. And me and Matt, man. That's we all y'all ever did. All basketball, baby. Shout out to big bro, yeah, Matt. Yes, sir. So I can imagine what the house was, used to look like or sound like. Competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Competitive. It was, it was every day. It was every day. I got you up this, up yeah. that. No, nah, you know, we, we couldn't even play on the same team at, at 24. For our fitness, man, we we would fight about who getting more shots. Uh-huh. How close <laughs> are you and Matt in age? Uh, three years apart. Oh yeah, so y'all, I mean, y'all right there. It's yeah. crucial. The yeah. game got to be live and oh, intense. Oh yeah, yeah. That's we we up. competed, man. We made each other better. So exposure now. We see a lot of things on social media. We can access the game is so wide for us as people, as fans now. But back then, I mean, man, um, who are the the basketball players who you mimicked and studied? Because I see even more so now you study and mimic, have been guys and breaking them down. Yeah, yeah. You're doing this for all your life. So yeah. who, you, who was on your list back then? You was like, okay, this is, I'm watching. Who I'm Man, doing. my guys growing up, Jason Kidd. I love the flashy passes, Dope. the no-look passes, man. Yeah. Flashy passes. Um, It was Stephon Marbury. Steph. That push cross, that, that patience, uh, push cross. And, you know, what's funny is, this is a guy I'm going to say not a lot of people like know who he is but Mo Williams oh Mo not, Williams the headband Jackson Mississippi headband gang so people that really know me know I, I always wear a headband ah. and it was partially because of Mo Williams Mo shout yeah, out to Mo man that was my guy he's man. actually now the current head coach at Jackson State University yeah. in the SWAC you yeah. know my homeboy my ex-teammate Trey Johnson is actually coaching with him too at Jackson State he went to Alcorn for a quick second but number love for the SWAC yeah. and yeah. Mo Williams they're doing big things down there man yeah. that's what's up man yeah. inspire so watching those guys growing up mimicking moves you being a trainer now, mm-hmm. um, how much time would y'all put? Would you put in mimicking? Oh, it was everything. So, <laughs> how many hours out your day would it be? So, just quickly, just yeah. off topic, we didn't have cable much growing up, so it was for me and my brother. It was recording Kings games. It was, and we weren't watching nobody on the Kings, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were recording the games to watch the away team. Oh, got you for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's why some so, people went to the game anyway, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. So. You know, growing up, so we would have to record the game, and then we grew up in a neighborhood where you had to have the street light go inside when street lights come on. Right. So we would go in the garage, and we would replay a move or something, and we would have to really rep sit there and rep it out, rep it out, rep it out. Mm-hmm. We had a hoop in the garage, and my mom's car was parked in the garage. So y'all had one side. Man, listen, one side. Barely. We had a corner. I about to say that. <laughs> yeah. So we had to sit in the corner. And we would emulate everything we saw on the on the on the uh, on the tape. Um, like I said, it was you know watching games for us were few and far between. We mm-hmm. had to go to my dad's house for cable and things like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, as a kid, man, it was hours on hours. You know, growing up in the South area, um, yeah, it was hours on hours. Talk about South area, part of South Side, uh, Valley know? High, Valley High. Yeah. South. Okay, yeah. right there in the South. Yeah. Um, doing that right at a young age, you're not knowing. Or did you know this is what I want to do? You know, everybody, what do you want to be when you go there? What do yeah. you want to be? What was that for you? <laughs> Again, crazy stuff. So I didn't really start thinking about this basketball stuff until I got older. This basketball dream was always my brother's. At first it was my father's and it was my brother's. So, you know, the funny story is in first grade, you know how you always get asked, what do you want to be when right. you grow up? Well, I put on my piece of paper a father. 
that was what I wanted to be, you know, I coming from the, you know, broken home mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and, you know, pops leaving early and stuff like that, like, that was what I wanted to be. And then after a father, I wanted to be a fireman. So I didn't really, it was like fourth or fifth grade when I was started talking about I'm going to the NBA. Right. Um, yeah, it was about like, yeah, 10, 11 years old. And yeah, because I played basketball for fun. You know, I was, it was like, the more I played basketball, the more time I got with my dad. Like mm. that was that brought y'all. That, that was the correlation. Yeah, right. that was like me, my dad, my brother, basketball. That was it. Okay, want to see dad? I gotta get. You gotta ball. go to a Kings game. You gotta go with this. You gotta gotcha. sit in front of a TV and watch. You know, so you know that's what it was for me at a young age. And then I started going a passion for it, like you know, ten, eleven yeah. years old. So being that pops may have been absent though, you and Big Bros, um, outside the competition, how close is that bond? Uh, it was everything. That was it. Was everything. Uh, he was responsible for everything. My brother, like being Matt's little brother, opened the door for me to be Nate. So you know, uh, he knows I pay respect to him all the time. You know, in those first basketball articles, it was Matt's little brother Nathan. It wasn't Nathan. You know, and it wasn't until I, you know, paved the way for myself that you know articles started saying Nathan. You know right. what I mean? At first, it was Matt's younger brother, Matt's younger brother. You know, because he. You know, he had the D1 scholarships. He had, you know, all the hype and stuff like that before me. So, um, yeah, my it came after him. That's what's up. Um, so, so, growing up in South Sac, getting to your let's 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 go to what elementary school did you go to? Uh, Bear Flag down oh, from okay. Kennedy. Bear Flag. Yeah, yeah right my, my siblings went to Kennedy. Matt okay. went to Kennedy for a little bit. Victoria, yeah. my older sister, she went there. So my mom had a one stop shop. Yeah, yeah. Drop everybody off. Hit that straight line yeah. drive. Boom. Hit the Bear Flag. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Um, after Bear Flag, then what? Uh, Harry Eddie. Okay. Yeah. So you get to Eddie. That was a fairly new school back then. Yeah, so I went, you know, that's when I moved with my dad. Okay. So I was living with my mom, you know, in Valley High, Meadowview area. Um, and then middle school hit, and that was when that teenage year, you know, that was when. You and mom's? Know, yeah, mom, yeah, okay. mom's was like, you know, it's some stuff that you, you need to learn I to can't be as a man, right. you know what I mean? So, you know, I moved in with my dad, and that's when we moved to El Grove. Okay. And that was just, like you said, it was a whole new experience. You know, being South Side yeah. boys, yeah. it's different. It's different demographics. It is. You know, you moved to El Grove, you go, whoa. Yeah. Everything looked different. <laughs> Man, Everything looked different. nice and new over here. Right. Like, Everything worked. Public, yeah, yeah public right. restrooms are clean. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's real. It's definitely different. So you get yeah. to Eddie. Yeah. I know that, so, so get to Eddie, right? Um, hoop season coming around. Yep. <laughs> you had to work or they was like nah I got cut man huh <laughs> tell them again though let me tell the truth tell man. them again I got cut man 7th grade I got cut <laughs> yo I'll never forget I'm like what I got what so first experience with failure adversity at an yeah. early age but something you even I don't know were you loving it then or liking it or you kind of tra- you were in that transition oh, like, I, oh, I was it. loving it so you was By loving 13, it oh yeah I was I was I was man so you loving it yeah and on here I love we always talk about the failures adversities right oh, so you yeah. loving it go out there and especially like a new school new spot I'm, I, I feel I'm ready get cut what's that like because I know you don't forget the you don't forget those feelings man it hurt as it should if it you hurt. Like a game, right? yeah that's the thing you know adversity it builds character because mm-hmm. i mean it could have hurt and it could have sent me left mm-hmm. or it could have hurt and it and you know it motivated me to go right you know i got better i got quicker i got faster i got stronger you know i grew a little bit and 
Yeah, I saw those same guys later in life, man. What I was tell that? You that? What was that <laughs> feeling like coming back that next school year? After oh. putting in work, gonna make the team. But what was on your agenda? Or was anything on your checklist, <laughs> or did you have somebody as a young age like, okay, now nah, I got to get this? So this is this is tells you my character as a basketball player. I transferred schools. I went to Toby Johnson mm -hmm. the eighth grade year because I wanted to play Harry Eddie. Right. I wanted to play the same people. Like, that cut me. Uh -huh. So I left that school to go to a new school just so I can play those people and get, you know what I mean, let them know what they was missing. What was that game like? Uh, <laughs> we lost. Okay. <laughs> we lost the championship. What was your, We lost you? to them. And you know what's uh -huh. funny is, man, we talk about adversity. And this is the honest show. I watch your show all the time. Yeah. Everybody keeps it real. It was one of the worst games of my life. Oh. It was one of the worst games of my life. Probably because you over, maybe. Were you over? Over everything. Yeah. And it was against my bestest friends. All the, all the homies. <laughs> so, all of them. So they got bragging rights for the eighth grade. Shout yeah. out to y'all if y'all watching the show. I know you guys are laughing about this because I know you won't forgive me crying at half court after oh. that game. Oh, it was yeah, crushing. It's supposed to hurt, though. Oh, yeah. oh man. It's supposed to hurt. Yeah, it's so, supposed to hurt. Yeah. So nowadays, you talked about already transferring, right? Mm -hmm. How, how days to, to this present time, it's, it's the new thing, it's the wave. But now also getting, or whatever you want to call it, getting kids to your high school recruiting, I don't know, whatever yeah. you want to call it, it's at an all time high. Yeah. What did you? How did you choose your next step out of eighth grade year? What was that? What was that like for you? Uh, it was like <laughs> it was recruiting. It was funny. Um, Coach Nelson, Bill Nelson, coached at Capital Christian. Um, my my home school at that area was Franklin High School, so I was supposed to be going to Franklin High School. Well, Coach Nelson got the job at Capital. Um, it was some opportunity over there. Uh, he had some players coming over there. Uh, the schedule was favorable, um, being that we weren't we didn't really belong to like a a certain public school okay. type of deal. So we were able to play and play out of town and do certain tournaments that public schools, you know, right. at the time couldn't nice do and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, a little leeway. We had extra gym time. There was perks of private school, of course. Yeah, yeah. so so that's that was my my thing. You know, I, I said you know I I like the way that sounds. So then I moved on and went on to Capital Christian. Okay, so you get there, but now you go to a another different different setting yeah was it was it uniforms and everything <laughs> yeah you got there right uniform classroom size real small yep 15 to 20 kids um again another demographical change uh yeah yep coming in as a freshman being recruited or not but now at high school now you got four years of this thing mm. potentially right wherever you're at but um your freshman year what's on on your mind on your list or what you're trying to approve what you're trying to accomplish so my freshman year is when, when it all started for me, honestly. Um, the recruitment, the hype, the notoriety, all that stuff was freshman year. Um, it all started, yeah, 2000, yeah, 2008. Or, excuse me, 2004, 2004, 2005 season. Uh, it started in the fall at Super 100 camp that they used to have, Slam and Jam soldiers mm -hmm. used to have Super 100 camp, and it started that fall. And um, I received my first scholarship offer before our my first freshman year. Your freshman year, really? Yeah, Washington State. Wow. Washington State. That's dope. What was it? What was that like when the who coach gave it to you? Came in the mail or something like no, that? No, it was a call. Yeah, it was crazy. Real you know, personal. Back, That's part, they really yeah. that meant something. Yeah, he's the guy's still coaching college basketball right now. I don't know the rules, so I yeah, don't want to yeah. say anything. It's all good. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually walked out of math class, man, to take the call. <laughs> <laughs> and it, don't yeah. miss this one. Yeah, yeah right. no, not yeah, freshman year. So um, my goals freshman year were just, you know, continue to, to push that envelope, mm -hmm. um, continue to, you know, get get my name out. And, um, 
you know, the end of my freshman year, it that's that that's when rankings and yeah. all that good stuff. But to get something like that coming off from just middle school, that one hundred camp though, you must have killed oh, yeah. that camp because I mean it's not a lot of time between you going from middle school to high school, but that camp was the biggest thing in between there. So yeah. what was that that whole experience like? Man, the camp or give me some names too who might have been there you played against or it's played with. Snowball. It was Wendell McKinnis, uh professional, played overseas a lot of years. Uh Drew Gordon, Aaron Gordon's oh, yeah. older brother, still playing professional. Um Justin Joyner played with him at UC Santa Barbara. Okay. Uh, Adrian Oliver uh, played at Washington, uh, played at Modesto Christian for high school. Uh, there's a lot of pros, a, a lot of pros at that camp. Um, and it was one of the games, I guess, I was playing against a guy who people knew. Mm -hmm. And I had got subbed out. And as soon as I got subbed out, some little guy comes over with a with a board and a pen. Write the number down. Yeah, and was like, hey, what's your name? And I was like, Nate, Nate Garth. He was like, where'd you go to school? And he started asking me all these questions. And I'm like, what is this guy? And he finally shook it. I'll never forget. Shook my hand. He said, my name is Greg Hicks. I'm a scout, blah, blah, blah. So then I guess he ended up writing an article about me. Well, then long story short, about a week and a half later, I got invited to Pango's freshman sophomore camp. Okay. And that's where I met Brandon Jennings, Drew Holiday, Justin Holiday. Um... All, you know, guy, DeMar DeRozan. League guy. Yeah. And then I, I make top 20 at all-star game at that camp. And then next thing you know, it's like, it's crazy. It just got now, crazy. Those names alone that. is loaded. You yeah, was in there with the got, heavy hitters. Yeah, it got crazy after that. After that, it was, uh, it was yeah, it got recruitment, everything. What just, was the family's buzz like when you're getting this experience right there? Oh, everybody was hyped for me. Yeah. Matt was hyped for me because he was, you know, Matt was doing his thing. He was at Notre Dame Prep playing mm -hmm. with Michael Beasley. You know, he had the scholarship to Duquesne. You know, it was it, everybody was hyped for me. It was there was a whole different experience, you know, coming from South Sac. And, yeah. You know, like I said, we we were in a garage with it. You know what I mean? It's like. Limited resources, y'all yeah. hear that, right? Limited yeah. resources, no shooting machine, no yeah. rebounders machine. Just yeah, you know I mean? it was yeah. We didn't have any of that. We had it was John Bidwell down the street. Facts. It was Gady. It was you <laughs> better known as Rosa Parks or some of y'all now. They right. switched the name. Yeah. Same see? school though. Yeah. Same see, school. I didn't even know Gady yep. and, and Gady had the little hoop. I don't know if yep. you know people remember the little hoop. That's where you Go you really it. got your what eight and a half. <laughs> you was like. Ooh, yep. on the eight and a half, you know. Yeah. So we can't, you know. That's where I, that's where I came from, you know. So at up. that time, yeah, our family, we was hyped. Of man. course, as you should. Be. Yeah. So, um, so given the transition, also getting the offer, but also knowing that you got to produce on a high school level too. What are some things you would say you had to add to your game or want to get better at coming from the camps and just get ready to go into this high school push phase of your life? Uh, at that time, it was uh, playing more physical on offense and defense. And uh, and the shooting, shooting at that time, I was really like playmaking. I was big on playmaking, mm -hmm. young, and then uh, stretch my range out a little bit and then be more physical. That's that you sure. know, as you know, at every level you go, you gotta, every yeah, uh, yeah. every level that physicality, that physicality the speed, the physicality. Yeah. I've heard you say it ample times. I always say, I'm like, man, it just makes a difference. If you can be the, the, the initiator of that, you'll be more successful. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody ain't taking it. Hit first. Hit, there you go. Hit Basketball first. is a contact sport. Yeah. I tell them all. Yeah. That's what's up. So how'd the freshman year go at Capitol, man? Freshman year was good. Uh, we ended up going to sections. Um, it was crazy. Uh, I got my first newspaper article that year. And I was shy. The guy got in front of me, and he asked me a question, and 
and Coach Nelson saved me because <laughs> I was sitting there for like 10 seconds and I was like, I didn't know what to say, right? right. He was like, so wh what happened? Like, how'd you feel? Like, you know, we were, we were at uh, Woodland Christian. They had Casey Nehemiah who went to UOP and they had another Ian O'Leary okay. that went to St. Mary. So they had two Division One guys. And again, I was a freshman. We ended up beating them yeah. that year. And uh, he was like, the reporter was like, hey, how'd that happen? Like, how'd you feel to take the big shot and all that? And I just sat there and Coach Nelson nudged me. He was like, Nate. And I was like, man, Coach Drew, this is how I said it. I said, man, Coach Drew up the play, and I just caught the ball, and I just had confidence, and I just shot it. Yeah, that's it. And that's how I but, said but it. But that bump got you out of that little, yeah. now you probably didn't say nothing. Right, but the funny thing about it is how I answered the question. Like yeah, I was chilling with the homies, and I, you know what I mean? It was in your so, element, though. It was, exactly. it was real. It was yeah. raw. It was authentic. That's exactly. What I did. Yeah. It was so, for me. I knock it down. Yep, so that was And then we ended up going to Arco, losing the um, Modesto Christian that year. Mm. Uh, tough one at Arco. Who was that they, Christian that year? Was man, it, uh, they had Marco Porter. He went to Kentucky. Okay. They had the big fella that went to BYU. Okay. They had Adrian Oliver that went loaded. to Washington. Yeah. Okay. So they ended up getting us that year. That's what's up. Yeah, but freshman year was cool, man. And then yeah. So then, freshman year ends. You leave after freshman year? Nope. Stay two years. Yep. I left after sophomore. Okay. So going go freshman year's over with. Now as you know that summer now with everybody travel ball, mm -hmm. it's probably still high level when you was going there but now yeah. it's crazy everybody can travel no matter if it's being viewing or not yeah how much traveling did you do going to your sophomore year were you everywhere or what? i was everywhere i played i wanted to play so i was on everybody's team mm -hmm. i played on arizona magic compton magic uh spirit of the north play hard play smart oakland soldiers i was one of those guys back just, in the day just to play though you yeah i would I, I just wanted to play I, yeah it was just um, not to judge, you know, my situation or background, but it was like, it was like be at home, of course, in the neighborhood around this. I get out my element, or be in L.A., or being <laughs> over here, or be over here, or and be in a gym. Yeah, like, though, I like, was like, yeah, I didn't want to stay no -brainer. at my mom's on the weekend with no cable. It's I'm no -brainer. like, bro, I'm trying to be in the hotel room. Yeah, it's no brainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm eating eating out with the team. Yeah, traveling. I didn't pay for any of that stuff. Yeah. My parents didn't pay for any of that stuff. When I got in high school, it was. You know, yeah. yeah. So was, okay, yeah. That's what's up. Come back year two. Anything that you said outside outside the physical that you knew you had to do. Yeah, like, I was gonna keep my. Pressure. Yeah, by then it was like I had a name. I was the number okay. eight point guard in the country going into my sophomore year. Really, and it was like yeah, it was like target on your back. I mm. played with Matt Simpkins, who was another top twenty five kid. Mm -hmm. uh, Royal Edwards that played at UOP. Oh, yeah, shout out to Royal, man. Yeah. The whole family dope, man. Yeah, I love them for dudes. sure. Like family, yeah. all good people, man. Mm -hmm. Dad, a legend. Yep, Dad's still around the community. Kennedy still alumni, still driving yeah. that. Security check around, big Royal. Always, Royal. always positive, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I coached uh, Ryan at Kennedy yep. for okay. a year. Yep. I got, yep. got a hold of Ryan my yep. year. Oh, yep. yeah. Got yep. a hold of good people, man. Yeah, people. so then, yeah, so it was just. I didn't know that, man. He's a hell player, too. Yeah, yeah. It was an athlete. Oh, bro, we had. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like. It was tough. Yeah, so then. Yeah, it was a target on my back at that time. So um, that was just my goal, just to continue, just to push that needle forward yeah. and, and, you know, keep that resume up and, you know, you know, That's solidify my name. Man, go through a sophomore year. Now, what brings about the change after this? What happens? So, what takes place? To be honest, it was like, it was a little bit of, it was a little bit of me getting mixed up with the wrong people. Or me having the opportunity to get mixed up in the wrong stuff with mm -hmm. the wrong people, 
and just just you know just keeping it real you know just in growing up in neighborhoods like that there's pressures with weed there's pressures with you know girls and all that other stuff and you know the, the, living outside say now, the distractions yeah the distractions you know what i mean are so, higher escalated or right. more in your face more able to access so right and as young men, young boys, sometimes without having somebody there, or right, you you jump off, a right? Little, but you well, t- and, test the water. And my brother was gone, so at the time it was like, okay, my I was reaching for people in the neighborhood because for big brother, right, bro? You know what yeah. I mean? Which is why people, kids, people do, we right? Do they want you that know what I mean? Family. So, um, he had played at the school with Joe Wilson and had success mm-hmm. the year before, and I was like, man, like. Shoot, I want to do something like that. So my mom was totally against it, hated it. Get you leaving? No part of it. But fought every inch of it to try to not let me go. My dad was like, "Hey, if he's ready to go, let him go. Like, he'll, if he's not ready, he'll come back." You know what I mean? Okay. Um, man, fifteen years old, I was gone, gone playing, moved man, to Dallas, moved to 15, Dallas, turning sixteen. I didn't well, you. you have been you traveled already, so mm-hmm. I'm sure you traveled. But mm-hmm. now you have not lived. Nope. Outside of that, the household, the city, the city of Sac, like lived. Mm-mm. What was that like for you? Dallas is a big city. Dallas is a big city. I actually really got to know myself at a young age. You know what I mean? That's it. Solo. Um, it was, it was hard. It was hard thinking that like, man, I'll be okay. Like I could do this, but then my birthday come around. It's like. I got friends, but like Ain't those friends, atmosphere. yeah, those friends don't really care about my birthday. It's their first birthday with me, and then Christmas come around, and then you know Thanksgiving come around, and then you know Easter come around. You gotta go to church with other people's family. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And yeah, it's no just buddy. like ooh, That's, that hit you know that, that, I mean? that thing hit differently mm-hmm. when them holidays and them mm-hmm. birthdays. Them care packages don't do enough. Like, Mm-mm. oh, I got a little package, but Mm-mm. I don't get to see my moms. So, yeah, so, I mean, long story short, that's where I really built resilience. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where, like, people would be like, man, Nate, you're tough, you're tough. It's because I'm of that. Myself. Like, I was 15, 16 years old, like, fending for myself. I was going to say, I know, I, I remember being in college alone, and I'm sure you can yeah. test the college meals where you got to be like, hey, bro, you got some bread, I got the meat. But you was doing probably that at an early age, man. at 15. Shout out to Anthony Randolph. Got drafted by the Warriors. Uh, oh, playing yeah. overseas right now, me and Aunt, we thugged it out. We shout out to my boy Garrett, That's super young, he coaching man. in Spain. He thugged it out with me. He was a Dallas resident, one of my best friends. So it that was, that was crucial to have somebody from that home city being able to to lean on. And I still got G to this day, man. G yeah. is my guy, man. That's he was, up. yeah, man. If I, if it wasn't for like you said, certain people like really, it's you up. know, the couple people that did, that did wrap their arms around me, yeah. You know what I mean? It was it would have been tough, but yeah, it built character. What was one of the hardest things that we had to overcome out there? When, when my family was struggling here, mm. hearing about my brother and sister, mm-hmm. or hearing about like my mom or my grandparents getting sick, or you know what I mean, just not being able to. Again, I'm, I'm 16. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. Not so, being able to have an impact, and I'm thousands and thousands of miles away. Trying to contribute, you can't try to lose. Can't, so yeah. I, I can't either. If I gotta go hustle, if I can't yeah. do nothing else, I can't. If do it wasn't financial, that. it was I nothing. Can't, can't it was no nothing. help. There was, no, was nothing I could do. So that's yeah. that's tough. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine that. That's definitely tough, especially when you. But when you're family oriented too, though, right? Like the yeah. last name means something. I, yeah. you know, I can tell. I just tell you know, that it means something. Yeah. You know what I'm it holds yeah. some clout. It, it, it means something, as it should, especially for for us. Um, yeah, just not to cut, just real quick, no, but kids, you got to understand, 
sacrifice, man. Like, it's just sitting here and, and hearing myself talk about all this stuff, it just makes me think I just did this for basketball. You know what I mean? It's like, imagine trying to be a millionaire. Imagine trying to, you know, own, Anything. A, own a building. Or I mean, imagine trying that. Yeah, imagine youngsters. It takes sacrifice, man. Like, you gotta get, you gotta be willing to give up a lot. Yeah, like yeah. To hear myself say this, and you know, it just it's crazy. Older now, mature now. I did this for basketball, like man, like a dream, man. Yeah, sorry, I just I I felt something. I'm like, man, I'm like, that's what's about. That's why we're here, man. That's why it's live. That's why it's uncut. You know, that's why it's unscripted. But also mm-hmm. we had a conversation, man. But hopefully, like I said, your your kids that's watching you, the kids that I mean, they tune in. People that even don't know you, like realize, okay, nah, bro, got a story. Now we all mature. We we go through things. We have reasons why we are we who we are, how we are. But it's it's a lot of stuff that we all go through, have been through to get where we are today. And yeah. for the game, though, I, like I said, I can. I mean, man, it, it happens. But also, it's a, it's a blessing to come out on the other side of this thing. Too. Yeah, you feel me? Because some sure. guys, I'm sure you met along your way. Yeah, didn't make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What I'm saying, yeah, made choices. That, yeah. yeah, that led them down paths. For yeah. sure, yeah. the yeah. choices were. We talked. We had. We talked offline about choices. Yeah, man. y'all gonna hear that a lot. Choices, though, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, get through that junior year there. Junior year in Dallas. Any yeah. highlights there that you remember? That was just crazy. One of the biggest highlights is I talked my coach into coming back to SAC. Really? We came back to SAC. We played at the same hope. Class oh really? Sack high. Yeah, I had to come back to Sack. <laughs> I had people I wanted oh, no, to I know. see. Oh no, yeah, I know that was lit. Ooh, <laughs> they got to see Nate Boogie there back then. What was Boy. that like? Oh, it was lit. I had dunks. I was dunking out. Oh, banging out. I was. Oh, oh yeah. See, I, damn, I got to find new archives. Now. Yeah, I know, I know I that let, game was. Oh yeah. Thick. Oh yeah. Who was oh, coaching Sack High over there? Oh, uh, that was Swaff. Swaff was. That was Kevin too. Galloway, Savante Brill, my stepbrother Sean Thomas. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, my cousin Eugene Crockett. Yeah. That was that team. Yeah. Good people, man. Yeah. Good so people. we played in the same Hope Classic. So that was my highlight of, That's what's of, of my junior. How year. did that make you feel? Oh. Walk, getting walking out that gym or that that tournament every game, whatever, doing what you did, just back in your space. Yeah. But then like, hey, stamping it. Yeah, that you know, I had some people that some doubters, some people that was, you know, so that 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 really let people know this kid is Nate is Nate serious. Okay. You know what I mean? That's Nate serious, you know. That's a good feeling. Yeah, that's a, a prideful yeah. walk out the gym. Uh, like, yeah, that's what I did. That. <laughs> yeah, you had the you had the LeBron flex on him yeah. right there. For yeah, yeah, had the LeBron flex. Um, yep. back to Dallas. Yep. Last year coming up, mm-hmm. you decided to move one more time. Yeah, I had to. So I dealt with uh, CIF down there. Here. So I dealt with. So down there, there was a coach that found out about CIF transfer rules. So when you know back then you transfer, you got sit. You're it supposed was to automatic sit, sit the whole automatic year. Automatic sit the whole year. Right. They transferred to Dallas, no sit, no nothing. Play automatically right away. Okay. So then they found out. Okay. So then they were trying to make me sit. The senior year. It, senior year. And if you would have stayed in Dallas. Yeah, in Dallas. Okay. So connections led me to Memphis. Got to go. Gotta go. So it's it's so funny because again I was programmed by then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Having to already leave SAC to go to Dallas, mm-hmm. and then it was really easy to go from Dallas to so, Memphis. So, but via no CIF, you probably stayed there, finished up your career there in high school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. I would have stayed in Dallas, hundred percent. Yeah, and I probably would have ended up in University somewhere, of Minnesota yeah, where I was right there. committed. Oh, okay. But then when all that stuff went down, Tubby 
no nonsense. He deals with no nonsense. All that type of stuff. You know, we had to. We went our separate. Life okay. would have been way different had I never been, you know, told on and you know, and forced to move. Okay. Yeah. Go to Memphis. Oof. Cracking. Bill Street, Memphis. Yeah. That, to be honest, I I think that that was a gift and a curse year. Okay. I was eighteen. Fresh face out there too. And you from Cali? Yeah. And it, I didn't have. I didn't have much discretion at that time. Okay. I, I was feeling myself mm. committed to University of Minnesota, number 59 player in the country, number eight point guard. I thought my poo-poo didn't stink. You couldn't tell me nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think at that time, that, that was kind of like the beginning of my struggles going into my future mm-hmm. was, was in, in Memphis. I was staying out. I was doing uncharacteristic things. So the distractions then started to yeah, take over. Yeah, you know what I mean? it ate Before me up. you were being home, you could limit distractions. Yeah. You had something else. Got the dots a little bit re- relocated. Yeah. Refocused, got like then yeah. killed. But then now, so I'm even further away, but even more, oh, yeah. more opportunity. And, and then, I mean, if people know anything about Memphis, hey, you grow up really fast. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's eighth graders take care of their moms and grand grandmas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It's real. It's real thuggish out there. So, yeah. you know, I was really I was around some people. You know, spending time with some people and stuff like that. And it wasn't until you shouldn't have been around. Yeah, and it Keep wasn't until yeah. I I I got close and got it. You know, and got you know taken in. I guess you could say in a, in a sense by uh, the Law family. Donald Law, shout out to Donald Law. Mm-hmm. Him and his mom took me in and they, they kind of gave me a sense of direction I guess you can say a sense of family you need a little parenting yeah skills. a sense of family yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean because at first I was living Did with you? yeah yeah it was can't say it all you but yeah you. it was yeah it was funneling money to me and it was right. just had a car you know what I mean it was just survival though yeah which, which if, yeah. if anybody's went to school down south midwest yeah. sometimes without resources you got to find a way to live but yeah it's and yeah that's what i'm saying it's <laughs> like at, at midnight one in the morning you seeing kids hustling yeah you know what i mean it's 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 that's they surviving yeah. down there yeah you surviving down there and don't yeah. let let it think that yeah for sure that's what it is yeah so you get there though on the hoop court side though the yeah. numbers don't lie oh no you're handling your business oh yeah that style of basketball was everything for me it was so fast coach coach lawson used to say we scoring in in seven to nine seconds. You know, Coach Lawson's three sons mm-hmm. have all been high level Division One basketball players. Dietrich, KJ, and now he still has one son, or actually two sons playing. One at Oregon, Jonathan Lawson, and then one at Memphis right okay. now. Yeah, so he still has sons. So Coach Lawson was my coach, and he just wanted to run. Mm-hmm. And the year before I went to Hamilton, they were thirty nine and zero. They already was, yeah, they legit. had 71 kids right the year right before me. Okay. So I was just, uh, again, recycling a part of the recycle and rebuilding right. phase. So when I came in, it was just like, shoot it, Nate. Take it, Nate, dude. <laughs> you love that. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Come on. Orange light, not a green one. Thing with bright. Man, it was never off. That's hey, yeah. right. That's facts. That's yeah. what's up. Um, man, what was, I mean, down there, I'm sure. So in that environment down there. Man. Any na- name outside his sons that are moving, they're older, they're now, but back then, who were some of the guys you made? Because right there, you have access to go against people from Chicago, yeah. Florida. That's a central yeah. hut. You got you can travel in. Yeah, so I mean, I'm trying to think of names. Uh, guys that we were, Joe Jackson played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He went to Memphis, a little Joe, point guard. Uh, Tariqo White uh, played. So Joe Jackson, I believe, Nate, 
he ended up playing overseas with my boy in Korea. Okay, yeah. I went and watched yeah. Lil Joe. Yeah, Lil Joe, Joe played with Aaron. Bouncy. Yes, baby. Joe played with Aaron. Man, that little dude was tough. Yep. He yeah. was tough. Yeah, so that was he a was name. Yep, yep, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> so he was a, a name out there. Um, Elliot Williams ended up getting drafted by Portland Trailblazers. He went to Memphis. Uh, yeah, he went to Memphis. He was a big name out there. Uh, yeah, Memphis basketball, Battles man. Battles every night. Yeah, see, the thing is, with Memphis basketball is those kids... Those kids are really thugging and playing basketball. Doing both. Yeah, like those kids really, they really gangster. You know what I mean? They really like, they really barely making 2.0s. Mm-hmm. They really out there like in, in in the projects. And then they really get on the court with that same mentality. So like nobody cared in Memphis that I was ranked. Nobody cared about nothing. nothing. Nobody me. cared about none of that. They were going at me just like I was, you know what I mean? Whereas other places, you know, you kind of get respect. People, like, no basketball. They like, they, yeah, they online. They checking names. Like, mm-hmm. in Memphis, they, kids don't got an internet. They, they, they working. Don't, what? They not worried about Man, I used to hear all kinds. Of, we don't care about nothing. Cali, they used to call me Cali. Yeah, we don't care about, about Yeah, grabbing jersey, grabbing yeah. shorts, pushing, elbowing, you know. And you know, and that's that was kind of my first experience yeah. with like with real like street style basketball betting, betting involved in high school games. Like I was around like all all types of stuff, you know, like dice games at lunchtime. You yeah. know what I mean? Just you I was exposed. Yeah, I was exposed. Yeah, you know, Hamilton really exposed me to like to a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but also in that process, all these steps you're growing, you're learning, you're maturing. Yeah, you're taking L's, you're taking W's. Yeah, um, how successful senior career? Yeah. Now, as you know, now this this commitment, committed thing is a whole new level. Now they're yeah. committing to JCs, they're mm-hmm. committing to high schools. Yeah, now. I know. It's, it's a whole new level. Preps, committed, yeah, right? everything is so committed. So when you come out of get this done, yeah, what's on your plate? What do you have on your table? Anything solid offer at the time? What's on your what's yeah? So um, going in, so going into my senior year is when I decommitted. So when I transferred to Hamilton, mm-hmm. I decommitted from Minnesota. Okay, um, and that's when my top. It basically school started re-recruiting me. Offers started rolling back in. And it came down to UTEP, Temple, New Mexico. Yeah, I think that was really it. My finals. Those were like my finals. And then I ended up committing to New Mexico early um, in my senior year without going on a visit or anything. Oh. There was a lot of stuff that went involved. Uh, AAU coach, shout out to Chris Walker, um, T-Mac All-Stars. Uh, he he was an influence in my life back then. Um, he was getting, we kind of knew he was getting a college job somewhere. Mm-hmm. And my my handler of some sort, so you could say the person that was involved with my recruitment. Okay. It was kind of like a tandem. Like, it, it was like these guys are going where, where Chris is going. Okay. And Chris ended up getting the assistant job at New Mexico with Steve Offord. So I was like, that's where I'm going. Like, I didn't know Coach Offord like that. I didn't know okay. about anything. I didn't know about shit. That was my first time even knowing about New Mexico. You know what I right. mean? Like, I didn't, re- I mean, playing there down that way, playing, we played, it's, it's down there. Yeah, it's down but there. But you got to, but it, to, to your, to your, uh, to vouch what you're saying, if you've never been down there and then go. Yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, it's an eye-opening experience. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. You I mean, never set a foot to go even take just to take a minute. But I see why now. Take your visits, kid. Yeah, take physically, your visits for sure. Physically take your visits. Yeah, for sure. You yeah. know what I mean? And looking back, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, so I ended up uh, committing there, and uh, I ended up signing there, uh, early signing period of my senior year. So I was signed, sealed, you, and delivered. You was done. You was locked yeah, in. So my whole senior year was just focusing on doing what I got to do to get to college. Right. You know to get you know to get on the floor. That was my goal. Like. I knew I was going to New Mexico because they were going to have one point guard on the roster. So I was like, all right, well, one point guard on the roster, I need to be on the floor my freshman year. Like, mm-hmm. there should be no excuse. 
That was my goal. Get on the floor. You get down there. What's your first impression? I can play with these dudes. Yeah. That was my, like, as skinny as I was, all that, like, I was like, you know what? I can play with these guys. Like, I can play at this level. What was the hardest thing? Physicality. Huh. They punked Roman. me. They punked me. <laughs> you know, hey, I, I don't know if you're watching Daniel Ferris, but Daniel, you used to set the hardest screens on me on purpose, bro. And I know it. Body hurting. I know it. Because you was, how old were you? 17 or 18 when you 17 were going to 17, 18. Going yeah, 18 I was, yeah, I didn't turn 18 to October. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, you so, been young, yeah, young yeah. but So those screens, they used to set them. And then Darius, shout out to Darius. He was the other point guard on the roster, stocky kid from mm -hmm. Indiana. So he used to, like, pick me up full court and try to, like, muscle me the whole time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like to talk, you know, I talked. So yeah. I would turn you up. Like, I wanted the best version of you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Every time we play. So yeah, yeah. if I, if I, yeah, I would let you know. So they, they they tried to pick on me. You stayed down there two years? Yeah, I was two years. Two years. Decision time. Yeah. What brings the decision about? <laughs> this is a real show, right? Bro, it's, it's a real it's, show. It's good. Man, my, I was ready to transfer from New Mexico my first two months. Uh -huh. I tried to transfer my first two months. I was in Coach Walker's office. Like, this ain't for me. We run too many plays. Point guard doesn't get to do this and that. So then, you know, he talked me into playing. I had a pretty good freshman year. As crazy as it sounds, the summer of my freshman year, I called Coach Offer like, I want to transfer. Mm. I got on the phone with him. I tried to transfer. We had a long conversation over like two days. I was still in sack. He was like, man, come back. Uh, you know, things this and all that, you know, this, this, and that. You know, and I went back my sophomore year, and it was like, Kind of the same, yeah. So, so we then, talked about the style of play. Yeah. You personally prefer, would like to thrive in a free-flowing Yeah, free-flowing. Yeah, ball where screen. You can, where you can initiate for others yeah, the guys involved. Right. Oh. Not just always someone initiating for you. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I like, yeah, so I like, yeah, playmaking, ball screen, transition, flow, mm -hmm. you know, create for each other, equal opportunity type of thing. Got you. Um, it wasn't and as of right now. Right now, that's 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 the thing. That's that's real life. People make those decisions based yeah. upon that. Right, fit is everything. That, kids. Right, fit is everything. And sometimes that first year may not be that, but you figure it out. But now, as we know, they have the opportunity to do it. Yeah. But I'm always a fan of do it for the right reasons. Yeah. I'll say that. But if yeah. it's for you to move, then not yeah. do that. For me, it was but, fit in minutes. Right. Like I wanted, I wanted to play. Like I was used to playing. Uh, 19 minutes my freshman year. 20 minutes my sophomore year. I wanted to play. To me, the the thing I hated the most was going to warm up, breaking a sweat, and then going to sit down. Mm -hmm. Like I had never experienced that until I went to college. So, so did that you think that made you want it even more, or did it hurt you personally? A little bit of both. Like it hurt me to the point where I wanted I wanted it. You know what I mean? But again, we'll, I'm sure we'll keep talking. But again, like again to revert back to my senior year in Memphis. Mm -hmm. It messed me up because it kind of gave me the wrong motivation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, I wanted to transfer and do things for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? And, like I said, that started in Memphis. So, we'll, so, we'll keep going. Yeah, it's all good. No. Um, but I'm sure not the only one has gone through this mm -hmm. or thought about it like that and or also had to play it out like this. So, you 
then okay, you, you get ready to transfer. You enter the, the portal. Was back no, then? no, we portal, had no, right? portal. no I, portal. It was calling my AAU coach and no my old portal. high school coach, like, hey, tell this guy I'm available. Tell this okay. guy I'm transferring. And no then portal. ESPN made an article. You get in. Yeah. Come back to Cali. Yep. You had other options, or was that the? Yeah, no, I had other options. What, yeah. For what sure. made you choose that location? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That we can speak about on there. Youngsters, <laughs> if you ever visited UC Santa Barbara, you know why Coach Nate chose UC Santa Barbara. Uh, All right. Santa Barbara was different. You know, it was. I went on a visit, and I was like, whoa. Atmosphere. Yeah, I was like, whoa. And I got sucked in. And that's why I went to Santa Barbara. Because it was, I, I wanted to, I like Pepperdine, to be honest. I thought I was going to end up at Pepperdine. Great location. Yeah. Views beautiful. Yeah, I know. That was my next visit. Like, I was supposed to go from Santa Barbara and then a couple of days later go to Pepperdine. I didn't make it. I didn't make it off out of Santa Barbara. Like, I committed. <laughs> it kept you there. <laughs> I committed to Santa Barbara the, like, the next day at Coach Williams' house at a barbecue. And they didn't believe me. Like, they were like, Nate, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I'm coming here. Like, I'm going to go to school here. No. I'm like, this is okay. where I want to go. Yeah. Get there. Yeah. Start fresh somewhat. Yeah. But you're also in Cali. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like to be back in the home state, at least there? It was good. It was good. I, love, I, was, I was happy to be close back to home. I got to drive home. Yeah. I had a sure. car back then, so I was able to drive home, no. you know, on weekends and stuff. I was red-shirting. I had hip surgery, so I was just, I wasn't hooping or nothing. So I was mm-hmm. able to... Spent a lot of time at home, my brother, sister, all that. What was that rehab like? It was rough. It was rough. I, you know, I had hip surgery, so, you know, I was immobilized, basically, from my chest to my knees for a couple, like, uh, three to four weeks. My mom, she was washing my butt for me, man. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah, I was wheelchair-bound. It's so different now. My mom just had her second one. It's like she was back walking the next day. Yeah, that's Technology crazy. Mug. Yeah, yeah, I know. Crazy. Yeah, like, like I know. Yeah, that I was walking. That shit only a month out. She that's crazy. Ain't walking, no cane, no nothing no more. It's crazy. But that technology yeah. and the advancement, right? Right. Um, go through that. See your two years there. Play career. Be home. Mature a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But as everybody knows now, right? Like, okay, this professional thing. Yeah. Not easy, especially for a guard. Oh no. How long did you go right into that trying to get a deal? This because a deal. You're not on. A, you're not. You're not uh, making a roster. You're getting a deal. You're gonna be paid and play of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Did you go right into that mode? Like I want to play overseas, or what was it like for you? Yeah, after college it was, basketball. Yeah, I knew I wanted to play overseas, and it wasn't even about money. It was just see for me again. Um, growing up in the way m- my brother and I did, and what we had to do. Mm-hmm to get to the point of where we got, even though it wasn't like huge or monumental to the people, for us it was everything, you know what I mean? So I went overseas, not just for me, but for my brother too. Like this was this was everything for us, playing basketball for money. Like we always said, we did so much for basketball that one day it had to pay us. What was your first job at? Iceland. Whew. What was out there? It's only 30,000 people, man, so it's more ice than people. <laughs> but uh, it actually was a fun experience, man. Like, yeah, I actually had fun. And it's was funny. that your first taste of going across the water? Yeah, that was so my first How overseas. was that like, too? It was, it was, it was dope. I, I just remember, I remember taking pictures from, like, on, on the way down mm-hmm. and all that stuff, just, and just, I, you know, those mental memories, you know, right. they never go anywhere, man. I remember my first interview when I in Iceland I remember my first everything autograph signing all that stuff Iceland was great 
It's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. No matter how much the dollar amount is there to become a pro. You're a professional. You're getting paid to play yeah. basketball. You're yep. a pro. You're a pro. You're on your old basket. You're a pro. Yeah, like you yeah. Are, you know See, I mean? that's the thing. Your so name is there. That was me and my brother's thing. Like, bro, we going to get on your old basket one yeah. day, bro. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. You're on your old basket. You're yeah. there playing. Um, college physicality, middle mm. school, all that physicality. Professional, <laughs> overseas guard play. All all over around, all around play is different. It's physical. Yeah. That shit hurting? Yeah. Pressure there? Yeah. Very slow. Sore? Like, hurting. I did. That was when I voluntarily ice bath. You know, in college, <laughs> the like, that coach, coach is like, you better get an ice bath yeah. over there, bro. You had to. What? Uh, look, we had a driver, and sometimes we shared a car. Mm -hmm. So, look, we would get, we had a whirlpool upstairs. I, you know, that's professional. So, yeah. they had some good, uh, you know, my club in Iceland had some good stuff. So, we would get out of practice, go upstairs to the whirlpool, have a beer or something. That was, you know, some of my teammates smoked. You know, that's the thing over there, smoke cigarettes and yeah. all that stuff. So, they'll be smoking and having a beer. And you voluntarily. Getting in there. Yeah, you, volu yeah, you volunteer. And that was before all these little ice leg things that all these <laughs> kids got and yeah. all that. Now, like, you, like, I voluntarily took care of my body as a professional. I had to. You know what I mean? Like, I paid I paid for massages. and You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you you... That LeBron stuff that people say, yeah. all that money, like to prolong if you, your career, if you care, you'll do. You're gonna take care of your yourself, body. Yeah, right. you, yeah. You invest in yourself, yeah. man. Um, how long was your career, as you say, start to finish, pro lasted you? Uh, Legitimately, I'd say it's like five and a half. I guess you can say it was Iceland, and then right after Iceland, it was Serbia. I I played a half a season in Serbia. Okay, that lifestyle is rough. Muslim country. Yeah, it's rough. You know what I mean. Um, came home two thousand. That was two thousand fifteen. Then two thousand sixteen, I played in South America, um, just to continue my uh, mm -hmm. resume and all that stuff. And then I went over to Australia, and then after that, so yeah, it was like four and a half, five. Dope. Hey, yeah. you made it. To, you made it past that three. Yeah. Most things don't last. Past yeah, three. You yeah, five, five countries. Yeah. Come home, man. Um, Oh shit! I skipped, I skipped Norway. Yeah, I was oh, Norway after South America, okay. and then Australia. Yeah. See some beautiful places. Yeah, lifetime experiences. You get back to the states. Total shift after whatever people call it, retirement. You mm. still, even though you're working now, you're still grinding, right? But how does the conversation or opportunity for you to get into this other business change? Because now your focus has changed from working out, training myself to score, be a mm. bucket, to run a business, be an entrepreneur, facilitate trainings deal with other people's kids yeah what was that man, like man to be honest i didn't have this is this is god and this is what i try to tell people i had dreams of playing professional basketball malia stopped all of that when she was born and i missed her birth and i wasn't able to be there and that forced the early retirement and that forced me to figure life out fast I had a girl and I had a daughter and I had no career and I was 29. My career obviously was basketball. I could have still kept playing, but I chose not to. And I think at that age, man, it's so t people don't, unless you're a black male, 25 to 35 are some of the roughest mental times yeah. of our lives that we may not express to everybody else. Mm -hmm. But in here, it's so much going on. Oh, yeah. We want to be this. We want to do that. Yeah. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's, so, it's tough. Yeah. So my first... Four months out of basketball, we lived in Oakland at my girl's sister's house. And during that time, it was like, Nate, what are you going to do hmm. with yourself? Well, my answer was drink. Mm. Like, you know, do this, Nate. Like, don't even deal with it. 
Like, don't even deal with it. And then months go by. And then guess what? Well, now we got to, life is coming. My daughter's getting bigger. Like, uh, now it's like time for Sierra to, you know, who was my girl at the time, to, um, to like, go back to school and go back to work and do all this stuff. And like, what am I going to do? Like, we got a kid. So then I got into, like, teaching, like, subbing and mm-hmm. doing this Title I program. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I wasn't even training. You know what I mean? When I was back in SAC, working with kids, kicking volleyballs and messing around at, at this Title I program called Structured Sports. Mm-hmm. And then one day, Dennis, shout out to my boy Dennis, man. Dennis called me and was like, hey, I got this kid, man. I was like, what you mean? He was like, I got this kid, man. I think this kid's going to be super nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I ain't going to never lie. I got this kid, man. I think he's going to be super nice, man. I want you I want you to come work out with him. Hmm. I was like, do you know who no more, bro? He's like, no, nah, I want you to come check him out. So then I showed up to the gym, his gym in West Sac, and the kid was Davion Wright. And... Oh, yeah. And... From then on, man, it was like, I was like, I went from doing drills with him mm-hmm. to then being like, nah, you, do it like this. You full on with him. Yeah, nah, do it like this. Nah, step like this. Nah, do this. And then his dad saw it. <laughs> and then Dennis was like, man, you want to train him? I think uh-huh. you should start training him. I think you should just start working with you. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, shout out to Davion, man. Good dude. Yeah, Played ball with my, my nephew bro, for, for years, man. Growing with Yellow Jackets, life. man. Good kid, man. Yeah. Knew he was going to be special. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just stay, stay, stay fighting. Stay yeah. doing what you're yeah. doing, bro. Yeah. Life, life brings changes. Yeah. But, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You, you stay in a good space, man. But you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I, I won't forget you. Yeah, no, nah, I never. A walking man. bucket. I won't let people a forget you, Davion. I got you. A walking bucket since yeah. he was out there. I remember watching him play for years, though, man. Had the coach against him twice at, when I was at CEO. He's at Franklin. Yeah. yeah. I've been seeing him grow up, though. That boy was different. Yeah. That boy was different. Yeah. Yeah, so, that was the first one. Yeah, that was it. Like, you yeah. know, and when I was playing, when I was playing, it was like Isaiah Brooks from Sheldon yep. that played at Chico. Like, he used to come work out with me. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, like, I was training then while training myself. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So, like, you know what I mean? And then it was it was Davion. And then, like, after Davion, it was Yaru and Quincy. Yeah. And then after then, it was just like, bing, bing. Just kept going. And then, you know, it was just like, boom, boom, boom. And then, ah, and then, you then know. You, then you drop your own. Yeah. You stamp your own. Yeah. yeah. What was that initial feeling like to put your name behind yeah. something? So, your brand yeah. logo. Yeah, so it was crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I skipped so much. Yeah, and then, True, yeah. yeah, then I started, then after that, I started Dominate Skills. And, and then it was Hoop Skills Factory having yeah. the gym. And it was you know, and it was learning, you know, business because it mm. was just training for me. It was a passion for me. It was, it was fun for me. And then I had to learn numbers mm-hmm. and I had to learn, uh, um, P- paying PG and E and <laughs> rentals and, and, and having other trainers come in and Structure. try to, yeah. And try to get overhead down and worry mm-hmm. about this and oh nature ran out of toilet tissue. Damn. I gotta go get toilet tissue. Mm-hmm. Your sink don't work. Fixing the sink. The cord is slippery. Come on, Nate, mop it. You know, bing, bing, you Fixing know. Fixing the holes in the wall, the yeah. plaster in the Come wall. Come on, y'all yeah. see the holes in the wall, you know. <laughs> put a pad back up there, yeah. put a pad. so it was just, you know, it's still, it, you know, for me, honestly, I'm still getting better at it. You know, people still say, Nate, you know, you cheat yourself, you don't charge enough. Nate, you do this, you do that. But at the end of the day, people that know me know Nate's going to do what he want to do, and Nate's going to do it his way. That, and that's why Nate works for himself. That grind from your upbringing. How well do you feel that translates to what you do now? 
it was you everything. Shift everything over. Yeah, it was. I learned. I should. Every parent should have your kid play sports. Sports teaches you life. It teaches you how to be a part of something. It teaches you how to how to you find communicate. It teaches you how to. Um, stay positive. It teaches you how to be on time. It teaches you how to be respectful. How to take some L's. Take some L's. Yeah. Take it, some L's. Right. You know, so sports is everything, you know, so. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Um, currently, right now, where can everybody find you at, man? If they're looking for you, if they want to find you, give them your socials, where they can find the building at, where they can find you on social. All yeah, that. if you guys looking for a trainer, man, uh, Hoop Skills Factory, we're in West Sac. Um, Dennis and I, we train. We also have um, some help, you know, some assistance. Lauren, my stepbrother, uh, my boy Marvin, uh, he comes over and helps out. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, hoop, at Hoop Skills Factory. Um, if you guys like fashion and basketball, you can follow my, <laughs> my main page, Dominate Skills. I'm just big in the family and fashion and basketball. I'm pretty boring. Nah, this is pretty boring. <laughs> um, at the end of every show, though, I give everybody got to get their triple threat. As we know, drill, pass, shoot. But... For, your, for your people listening, new people, new clients, anybody who's just getting to know you, though, three things that you personally, though, my dog, like, hang your head on that just kind of you rely on. Three things that anybody listening or three things you want to give advice to somebody who doesn't know you or don't know what that life is like, that they're getting ready to go into this different journey out of yeah. high school. What could you give them that you know that you're going to hang your head on? You tell them, hey, keep this first or your three things. My triple D. Kids, triple D, determination, dedication, and discipline. So his triple threat is triple D, determination, yeah. dedication, dedication, and discipline. And discipline. Okay. I feel like those three things will take you far in life, in sports, and anything you do. Um, determination, as you guys know, is setting a goal. It's setting the bar high. I always joke with the kids in my gym. I tell them I'm the most confident person because I'll reach for the uh, stars and fall on the moon. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So be determined. Set goals. You know, um, discipline. Uh, wake up early beat the person to the gym beat the person to the office learn the extra read that extra chapter do the extra credit work do all that stuff because at the end of the day again if you're setting your goal and you're setting your bar high and you're 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 diligent in what you're doing in between all of that stuff mm -hmm. then there's no way you won't be successful you may not reach the goal of whatever that you want but still something but wherever you reach success. it's still gonna be called success at the nope. end of the day mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then dedication we all know dedication that's that's sticking with it sticking to the script um that is just like you know this is it uh everybody like you know r.i.p nipsey yeah he's the main man dedication you right. know what i mean dedication dedication dedicate yourself love it you know fall in love with it you know what i mean like don't like it love it and if you don't love it learn to love it like yeah you know what i mean and you know those three things man like kids that that's it so i hang my hat on those yeah i call it triple d i'm gonna make a shirt coming out it's gonna be a dominated shirt it's gonna have that on there yeah just know that that's that's what I live by. So if that's any advice to some youth, man, I want you guys to stand on that, stand by it, stand for it. You know what I mean? That's All what's that. up, man. Appreciate you coming. I know you got things going on again. Uh, before we do shake out of here, like I said again, it's more it's about the life journey. Yeah. So I'm saying prayers out to you and the family. Appreciate it. And assist and everybody just locked tapped in with you and yeah. just loved ones, man. Um, through this rest of the way. Um, I'm gonna say this though too. Don't don't let that other alternative uh, trying to find a way out gets you in that use a resource tap in if you need something yeah because we want to make sure you stick around everybody because you got a reason to live you feel me yeah everything keep going Love. i know it's not it's not easy yeah. it's not easy bro but like i said people are praying for you or yeah. should be praying for you and if they hear me throw a prayer my, this guy's way man to his family 
it'll be well received and well um well blessed because of it man um shout out to dj eddie behind the scenes man Love, working in the studio man another dope episode like i said man we we coming man like i said i'm trying to keep this thing popping um tap in subscribe leave a like man nate garth right here coach jt 94 feet with coach jt we out peace, peace.